Another night in the Utah Jazz wow us again. Tonight it's against the Miami Heat without any three-point shooting at all in a battle seeming flustered and undone. They suddenly got rolling, and not only did they get rolling, but they once again went up by 20, and we played out the final 12 minutes because it was a blowout and irrelevant. A battle, a fight, a defensive genius performance by the Jazz on a night where seemingly things were difficult, and yet they figured it out. We're talking about it coming up next on Postcast. I'm David Locke. This is Postcast. We bring it to you after every game. We're live on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. On Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube, it is at Locked On Live, and on uh, Periscope, it is live at Locked or DLock09, though I have a feeling we might not be up on Periscope tonight, just from the looks on the chat. If someone's listening on Periscope and actually grabbing it, feel free to let me uh, know. Questions in chat room are open for you, but let's walk through this one. The story of the night is what the Jazz did defensively. On two different occasions, the Jazz shut them the Miami Heat down for five or six-minute stretches. The Jazz trailed this game 36-31 with 7.45 left in the second quarter, and they went six minutes and 20 seconds without allowing the Miami Heat to score. And they then took the lead in that stretch on a 10-0 run. The Jazz now go to 16-0 this year when they ever go on a 10-0 run. Then the Jazz open up the third quarter with another six-minute shutout stretch. Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles checked out of the game at the six-minute mark, having not allowed a point. The Jazz defensive rating was a zero because Miami did not score for the first six minutes of the third quarter. Two six-minute stretches. Miami, from the 7.45 mark of the second quarter, in the next 12 minutes, scored like six points of basketball, of points in of 12 minutes of basketball. I insane. This team just finds a different item each night. Last night, it was amazing balance, 25 points. Tonight, the three-point shooting was miserable. They were one of 12 in the first quarter. They were three of 21 at the half and led by five. They got it rolling a little bit in the, Went nine by nine of 36. They were six of 15 in the third quarter, and then they led by 20. It's incredible. It is, oh, it equals the third time in franchise history that a team has ever won 18 of 19 games. It was done by the 97 and 98 Utah Jazz, who were the best team in the NBA, or at least in the West, with Chicago right there with them. This is as dominating a stretch of basketball as we have ever seen as a fandom. I've been a fan of this team from the very beginning. I used to watch the great Thurl Bailey with his corkscrew jumper on the left side. And frankly, I watched Ben Poquette, Jeff Wilkins, and Jimmy Les before that. I've been with this team since 1979 when Ron Boone was scoring for Tom Nasalki. All right? This is the third most dominant, one of the three most dominating stretches we've ever had as a franchise. It's incredible. It's mind-blowing what we're watching. It should be cherished and honored and loved and talked about every minute. Get busted for talking in church tomorrow because you're talking about the Jazz. I don't know if we're gathering in churches, but you got my point. Forget to hit mute on the Zoom and talk about the Jazz.
It's amazing. It's a testament to the players. It's a testament to the front office. And frankly, it's the genius of Quinn Snyder coming to fruition after seven years of incredible work. They're brilliant. We had a play tonight where Boyan Bogdanovich had a right baseline drive twice. Think about this. We set it up, drove, kicked the Boyan on the right baseline. He drove, kicked it. We worked it all the way back around to Boyan. He drove again. I don't even know if we scored. I don't care. When we don't score, we're good. It's amazing. It's mind-blowingly amazing what we're watching right now. I, 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 could, I could ruin it by giving you numbers and analytics and analysis. Uh-uh. It is a collective body that's brilliant on both ends of the floor that plays together, plays right, plays in the rhythm and the beauty of the game at a level that breaks the opponent every night. We've led by 20, 16 times this year. Breaks the opponent. Milwaukee came with a plan, and it was a great plan. Mike Woodenholz is a brilliant coach. They came with a plan. We broke it. Eric Spolster came. We were flustered. We didn't know what we were doing. We were all over the place. We broke it. I think Lloyd Pearson and Atlanta had the best plan of anyone. We broke it. It's incredible. I said this to close our radio broadcast tonight. If you hear any national pundit who discredits this, doesn't buy it, I don't say it means we're going to win the NBA championship or we're going to go to the finals or two other best teams in the league or in our conference. But if they're not giving this credit, giving this the respect it deserves, giving this the testament that it deserves. Remember, because it either means they don't watch or they don't know, and you should forever remember that about them. This is amazing. I feel like I should just leave right now. Like, just we should just have a hallelujah together, and it's just incredible. I just don't even know what I'm watching. Rudy Gobert threw a shutout tonight. For six minutes, they didn't score. And they were so scared, like they drove the lane, and they left every single play. Keston says, do you think the Jazz can beat any team in a seven-game series? If not, what team do you think we don't match up good against? We can beat anyone. I don't know that we will. We can certainly beat anyone. We're great. We've won 18 of 19. They're not close. Miami's good. We blasted them. Milwaukee's good. We blasted them. We played the Clippers this year. We were up 20 on them before we realized we were good. We played Portland. They're good. We blasted them. Golden State's good. We are up 40. We're on a totally different tier than most of the teams in the league right now. The problem is that there are two teams that are in our tier. Kelly says, amazing stretch. When will Conley be back? I don't know, but I mean, I think we'll be cautious with it and make it make sense. Greetings from Guatemala. Watching the Jazz since 98. Greetings. Incredible. I don't know what time it is. Time zone shouldn't actually be that hard in South America and North America, so should be good. Rudy is defensive player of the year. It's not close. Maybe even Roy should be on the list. Roy should be strongly considered for all defensive team. No question. We should be talking about Royce O'Neal for all defensive team. And I'll be honest, I, I didn't think he was I didn't think he was great last year. 
And Quinn made a really interesting comment about this is Royce's second year as a starter, and he's learned how to do it, and he's guarding most of these guys a second time or third time or fourth time, and he's learned from it. But what he had to do last year was guard everybody for the first time, and maybe he wasn't that good at it. Jimmy Butler last year against Royce went 6 of 20, no, what, 5 of 13 shooting, and tonight didn't have it at all. That's a great matchup for Royce. Royce struggles a little bit with those small, little quick point guards, because. but if Royce can use strength, he'll kill you. What was the defensive rating for the first three quarters? Are you sitting down? Cameron, are you sitting down for this answer? For those who don't understand defensive ratings, the league average is 110. It means you score 1.1 points per possession. The Jazz defensive rating through three quarters tonight was a 76. A seven. Even Bowler just laughed at that. A 76. You know what's crazy? Our offense was a 104. You know what our offense is for the year? 119. We were having one of the worst offensive games we've had all year, and we were up 21 at the end of three. It's amazing. Enjoy this. Don't ask questions. Don't doubt. Just ride with it. Change plans. Alter schedules. Be there for every sports talk show. Be there for every time Craig Bullerjack on the TV. Turn on the radio and watch the TV if you like Ron and I. Alter what you're doing to be a part of this season. It's historic. It's fabulous. I don't know where it ends, but just a, it's a gift to get something like this. And it's a big, huge, beeping gift when the beep that's going on in the world is going on to be given this. So let's take it. Have a great night.